These are really good, by the way. Is that the lime one? Mm-hmm. I'm a lime person, too. Yeah. This song always makes me want to, like, punch a punching bag or something to it. It's a good workout. <laughs> it's like a good way to start a workout or something. Yeah, yeah I agree. Empowered. Welcome to so. The Ugly Truth. It is episode 635. I was like, how are we going to say it? Yes, we're going to say it. Maybe we should start saying it in different languages and it'll be more interesting. I don't... Uh, 637. Oh, okay. It's 635. Yeah, I guess that's the correct way of saying it. I don't know. I think I just said 135. I just say... <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> anyway, so yes, welcome to The Ugly Truth. So Michael Chiarello died, and if you don't know who that is, well, let us inform you. Michael yeah. Chiarello was a very famous celebrity chef. We actually started watching him when he was on PBS. Yes, well, it so was it was Chiarello's Kitchen, I believe. He was one of the old school celebrity chefs. So when yes. chefs first started getting notoriety on PBS, though, on television, because I re- it, it was pre Food Network and all yeah. those other things. It was it was when PBS well. Actually, PBS cooking shows are still amazing. The gold standard. In I my watch opinion. so many of those. I prefer them over the Food Network. Shows oh my god, me all too. The time. Me too. America's Test Kitchen is one of my favorite shows. <gasps> Do you not? I love those people so much. I those ladies. And you know what's funny? Are so funny. That show has been around for. Ever? Do you know how many Test Kitchen cookbooks I've purchased because of that? Oh my people? god, no! They're, but I would, I'll show them to you. They're very they're expensive too, by the way. Well, they're now. I don't know if they were. But. Well, you can buy like the booklet size. Yeah, and those but are the I ones love, I have. By the way, I'm one of. The, I'm a food um, recipe book person. I have so many cookbooks. I, I get them, them as gifts now. Aww. I love them. I'll let you borrow whatever you want. Oh my god, I have no, so many. You'll never get it back. So anyway, I've been buying my own. But yes, I get it. So yes. so Chirillo, he had his very first cooking show. And I just He's remember, Italian, by the way. He, uh, obviously, yes. Well, his name, yes, but Chirilla. he looks kind of white. I guess so. I Although, always thought he did. I did not know. Yeah. First of all, he was only 61, which is just absolutely shocking. Jimmy, number his manner of death. Anaphylactic shock. I'm telling you. And he was in the hospital for a week. They tried to save him. I think he was like brain dead. Here's what I like think. Like no oxygen. Daryl and I have talked about this at length. And he was, you know, well, first of all, we were at a party and- uh, my friend Becky texted me and she's Becky. like, she texts me. She goes, Michael Chiarello died. Now she loves Michael Chiarello almost more than me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she met him. She went to Bottega and he was there. This was many, many years ago. Ooh. Bottega is his restaurant in Napa. Well, yeah. And just so the, the listeners know, um, I don't always have the luxury of eating like really fine dining all that often. Mm-hmm. And one time as a treat, you and Daryl took me to Bottega, yes. and it was one of my most favorite memories. It's amazing. It's a great restaurant. It's it was, very family family style. It wasn't stuffy. No, it's so but the food was. It's still die. For. It was delicious. Anyway, so uh, she's like Michael Chiarello. I'm like what? And I go what? And everyone in the party goes what? And I go Michael Chiarello died. And they're all who? Who? And I was like, I never know. mind. I'm, he's not I Bobby Flay. And Apologies. So I didn't, you know, I created yeah. a scene. It was an accident. <laughs> so anyway, anaphylactic shock. So Daryl looks it up later in the weekend. We're looking at, he goes, the number one reason that people die of anaphylactic shock is not food. It's antibiotics oh. or chemotherapy. Oh, I had no idea. And because how, why would you even know if you were allergic to chemotherapy? Unless you wouldn't. You wouldn't know. Because the average person doesn't do those things. Most people don't know until they know. So Daryl and I were like, well, maybe he was on antibiotics and he didn't know he was allergic to something and he He had a significant reaction, goes to the hospital and then just doesn't recover. Mm -hmm. Maybe he found out he had some kind of low-key cancer and so he was treating it, got a dose of chemo and immediately went into anaphylactic shock and they just couldn't recover because... Chemo ain't no joke. Right. I don't know. But if it's a if it was a food allergy, that yeah, is shocking. It would be. Anyway, with that being said, I I was just surprised altogether that's what he died from. I can't believe it. I was thinking it like a heart very, attack or yeah. you know, whatever. What but, a strange thing. So that. and not only that, but the idea of dying from anaphylactic shock is like the most horrifying thing. It's so scary. Because you literally like just suffocate well, until you can't breathe. I think he was in a coma, right? I mean, eventually, but anaphylactic yeah. shock is where you're. I can't even everything imagine. Everything swells shut, and it's not like he had an epipen because he you didn't can't know. breathe. Yeah, you can't breathe, and then you you you're without oxygen and you pass out. Horrible. And if they don't get to you in time, he could have been. He could have lost brain, brain dead brain function. Yeah. 
So with that being said, I just, I was thinking about how long I've been a fan of his. Yeah. And I remember that we as girls used to watch his show on channel PBS. Yeah. And he did have a Food Network show eventually. Yeah, I mean, yes, he did. Yeah. But I mean, initially we were just like, we love him so much. Yeah. And remember we thought he was related to Rick Bayless forever because they looked alike. <laughs> yeah. But they're not. They're completely different people. But yeah. I just remember I loved his show and I remember going, God, I could make this food. Like he's mm-hmm. making it look so easy. Yeah. And then a few years ago, oh, I mean, it's probably been almost 10 years now. I went to Eat Drink SF, which is this food and wine thing that the that san francisco it's like an event right it's an event and you know all the brands are there yeah they're they're sampling and testing out all their new product right that's it's It's basically like different restaurants and different chefs yeah. All come together to put stuff on display for right. people to it's try. It's great. And Vendors, you pay for it, right? And yeah, yeah. And then, but there were that he was the celeb chef that we when we were there. So he was doing a fun. big thing where he was making tomato sauce and stuff, and you could just watch him right. do his thing. And I interacted with him there because I was such a fan. I was like, I can't believe you know I'm seeing Michael Chiarello. This is so, so great. I've been to his restaurant. Uh, his wine was amazing. Yeah. You know, just everything. So he's talking about tomato sauce and why sometimes your tomato sauce is watery and he's going through all oh, the yeah, things. I love it. It was so exciting. And I was like, I raised my hand. I mean, Stephanie, I am not a joiner. <laughs> I don't do she that. participated. But I participated and, you know, he's talking to, you know, and we, we had a, you know, a conversation and people were laughing and it was amazing. And I'm Thank like, God. I love it. I actually have pictures. I will send them to you later so you can see all the pictures I took at that place because, I just took all these pictures of him, and I was like, "That's Michael Chiarello." I was so excited, <laughs> nerding out about a chef, but I don't give a shit. It and was we great. really don't, um, we don't celeb crush often. I don't, but I was so. But he, you know, what's funny too is he's actually quite masculine. Uh huh. Well, he's he, Italian. Well, I know, but what's funny is that when you see him on TV or whatever, you think, "Oh, he's just this dude," you know, it's just yeah. this this gentle person who likes to cook or whatever. And then in real life, he's very macho. Well, he. He, he acts macho. I don't like to speak ill of the dead, but okay. He, I have read in certain forums that he was a prick to work for. Really? And that he was a little misogynist. Well, that's not surprising. Right. And, and to be fair though, you know, and I don't, God, I mean, I'm not going to get on any kind of bandwagon or movement or anything. Cause I just mm-hmm. don't believe in that shit. Although I believe in the reasons behind them and I support women and all of that. Sure. But I just think in certain, um, fields of there there is just more some stuff like that is more prevalent yes well and kitchens are very kitchens sexist. are very sexist traditionally and they I are changing they are changing yes i agree um but i don't necessarily hold somebody accountable for what's always been yeah well i think that he was one of the first chefs to be held accountable to was. be fair and totally. i think that was a lot of the change they're like we got to change our shit and that's one of the reasons why he stopped being on tv yeah and then not only that but then um so after that lawsuit happened yeah he actually stepped out of the kitchen completely and hired executive chefs he did um and i will say um with on that note the food quality has gone down a bit oh. at Bottega since then but you know whatever well sometimes you got to do what you got to do because it is a business mm-hmm. and now i'm just and then his wife divorced him after yeah. that and now i'm just like you know, we're Daryl and I are actually going to Napa this weekend, mm-hmm. and on Sunday we're going to go to Bottega. Oh, yum. And have a cocktail, Yay. kind of like a a, fi- a fond farewell, a nostalgia. Well, more like a, we're just going to kind of uh, you know. This has been a part of our life, and homage now we have to, let to it go. Chef yeah, Chiarello, yeah, yeah. and you know, I assume that can these. You, have he, you checked to see if like it's you, open? Okay, yeah. Well, no, not that it wouldn't be open. I just didn't know if you needed a reservation because, like, is everybody going to have the one. same thought? Yeah, we made one just in case. But but what's interesting is where Bottega is. He has another restaurant, but he owns that entire area. Right. He owns the entire marketplace. Well, he did. The well, his company does. <laughs> his his uh, conglomerate now. Who his ever his heirs are? His children. Yeah, that's and good. one of his children works at Meadowood, which is, that- is like. Michelin's level, not his. No, 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 no. This is like next level restaurant. Okay, cool. It's just, and every single chef that you can think of from Thomas Keller, all of the chefs, Bobby Flay, everybody has paid homage to Chiarello because he is one of the OGs. For sure. Well, God, the man was extraordinarily talented. I don't, any of the other stuff we were talking about, I never like to take away from somebody's true talent. Oh yeah. And and the man was brilliant. He could cook. And he was very good on camera. 
He was. Very good on camera. He was so cute. He's a cutie pie, but he was also, his eyes were so endearing. Yeah. And he really, you know, the camera really loved him. Yeah, yeah. And he was a great cook. I mean, great chef. And he was a CIA graduate from the New York campus. Just, and he's from Red Bluff, California. (laughs) So he's about as normal as you can get. Look up Red Bluff on the counter. Pretty normal. Yeah. Anyway, so it. It's sad, and it's sad that he was so young. It was very sad that he was young. And, and I didn't know he had so many children. That's very sad. God, and I, I think imagine. they're all daughters. Aw. He has all daughters. So sad. 61 is young. I'm sorry. That's just Rest that's in peace, Michael. We will miss you. I agree. And then I read this today that, you know, okay, so we talked about Britney Spears. Her, her book is coming out. Yes. A lot of people are not excited. Justin Timberlake is terrified. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> And I'm like, what did you do? What did you do to her? Well, things that probably he thought nobody would ever know. Well, we already know that he cheats. So if that's what it is, you know, whatevs. But I mean, still, you know, she took so much heat when they broke up. She did. That all of it. Yeah. So I'll be, it'll be nice to know what really went down. Yeah. I'm curious to see how vindictive she is or isn't. I just want her to be absolutely brutal. I hope she is. Brutal. I think it would be good for everybody. I also think it'll be good because if anyone, she's like able to tell us what it's really like in the music industry as a kid. Absolutely. Because most of them, nobody really talks about it. I mean, we have freaking Corey Feldman, who's a nightmare of a person. By the way, I'm still blocked. (laughs) <laughs> he's still I'm still blocked because I made fun of his angels and now he's getting divorced from well from I don't the even know angel. from Courtney yeah, the yeah. Girl, I don't even know if they were ever married they were married in oh, fact okay. that was what happened is that I was I, I didn't make fun but I was kind of poking fun at the fact that he called the women who backed him up on his in his band angels mm-hmm. and then he was he proposed to one in a booth at a restaurant mm-hmm. in Vegas and I thought it was a little funny and I don't know how he found out about it, but I'm blocked now. That is interesting that he, I mean, I don't know if it, he has people who check it or if he himself does. I don't know, but I will. I don't think he's that famous that he would have like a whole bunch of people. You know, the problem is, is that I actually like Corey Feldman. He's weird, Jamie. I saw him on Celebrity Wife of, Swap. Of course he's weird. Beyond weird. He is, but he was one of the Corys. I know. And he you was know in what? the Lost Boys. And he the, was in Goonies. I know, I know, he I know. He was the voice of Copper and as I a puppy. Know. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> yes. And I will say this. <laughs> Why'd you do it? You're supposed to do that when you find what you've been tracking. But... Here's the thing. So cute. I saw a video of him um, doing, he's still performing in a band. I know, it's so bad too. The angels are gone. Right. Duh. But he sang. Thank God those women. <laughs> I'm telling you, I watched him on Celebrity Wife Swap. Yeah. And he swapped with Courtney. Oh boy. And I can't remember. With very, who? What, what person? I cannot remember who the, um, who the other celebrity wife was. It was someone notable. Sure. sure. And they always do it towards like somebody that's like polar opposite. Of course. So of course. somebody who has like a humble family life and they love their <laughs> kids and you know, yeah. she comes into like horror town. She's like, what? I'm not wearing bunny ears. Put and these wings on. Calling you master, whatever. I can't remember what the whole deal insane. was, but it was just really weird. Like, so. This is unhinged. I'm not doing any yeah. of this. Yes. Yes. Well, so when I watched that, I was like, this man is so <laughs> disgusting and I don't get it. Now, I do realize that I, I do believe him when he says that there has been some really horrific things that have happened to him. I, the end of, believe, I believe him completely. Um, he won't name names and I, and I don't know why either he doesn't remember or he's just, unsh- I don't know. I, maybe it's I'm just not, not sure. worth it to go maybe. through it. Um, he's, he's made it's so just worth many... it enough to say, look, it happened. Believe me. Yeah. And, and I believe him. I do too. And, and that might be why he's so insane looking or in crazy acting. For sure. I don't know, but I will say that apparently his performances are improving. Okay. Which is good. And you know what? Hey, practice makes perfect, right? Well, I have to give, I give the man props for maintaining some semblance of relevancy in the entertainment industry. Yeah. However, 
pathetic it is. Yeah. And the only reason why I say it's pathetic is because I just don't like men who portray women as objects or possessions. Right. Whether it's to be funny or to stay relevant. I just, I can't with that. Yes. That part seems and, to have and, gone away. And they're very age inappropriate. These are young, young girls. Dude, he's our age. He has no yes. business. Being with a 19-year-old. No, that's yeah. disgusting. No, he would be a dead man if that was my wife. <laughs> or your, daughter, your daughter. Excuse me, yeah. And I mean, honestly, why can't he act? Maybe that he just doesn't want to do it anymore? Well, I don't or, think he's being offered a lot of roles. I mean. I no, I mean, if Shayla Booth can work, if Mel Gibson can work, Corey know, Feldman can huh? work. Well, they're, they're living off of their legendary status. And what are they really doing anyway? I have no idea. There's just There's so, much so many filth. Yellowstone and rust <laughs> and all this shit. That's like the only thing keeping these people alive. It's so are true. Are all of these shows, you know? You know who has to stop getting married is Kevin Cosner. Yeah, well... <laughs> Learning a very valuable lesson. He right really about needs now. to stop marrying these twenty-year-olds. Yeah. Like, well, what the hell is his problem? Stop you, it, dude! You get what you fucking deserve. Stop then, it, man! Stop and stop giving them children. Why does he? Because why? My twenty-five-year-old wife wants a child. I'll I'm tell like, you. Don't I'll do it. Why what, isn't dust coming out of your penis? He, at this he point? shouldn't, right? If, if I'm him, I would not. No. But these women are no fucking idiots. Because oh, every yeah. one of them have had to sign an ironclad prenup. <laughs> They're like, but I'm having a baby. But the only way I'm going to get money out of you is if we have a kid, because you can't dictate child support. That's right. And so what's and her name? That yeah, she's does like, he have oh. like eight children now? I don't even know. Some, some of them are like is like our age. You know, and then he's got like a 10 year old or a five year old. Be like, hey, uh, hey, Megan. Yeah, dad. So, uh, you know, your friend is pregnant. We're having a baby. It's like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Really? Awesome, dad. Thanks. Yeah. Well, if we were just, just a little less of your inheritance, don't worry about me. <laughs> Trust, Dad. I don't give a crap. We were just talking, Jerry and I were just talking about the fact that Al Pacino just had a baby. Stephanie, that man. I think he's 81. He's so wrinkled. And his wife is like 25. He looks like, he looks like an old grocery bag in the back of your pantry like why like what you forgot about can you like, stop oh. you look like an old onion stop right? it and i mean god i don't know how to feel about the women who take advantage and marry him because he's wealthy and, and famous one of the and... most iconic actors of our yeah, time but i mean ugh, god do you have not i just I I'll put, would you okay what if you ha- okay you had to you have no options okay. you have to do this okay Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, or Kevin Cosner. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Well, I hate Robert De Niro with the white hot heat. Um, <laughs> because he's one of those men who thinks because he was a, he's a celebrity in Hollywood. That people give a shit about his opinion. What he says. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just cannot yeah. with those people. I'm no. like, you are no different than any other human being. You just happen to have a face that everyone knows. Thank you. Yeah. And you're an idiot. And so um, <laughs> he's not an idiot for being anti-Trump. I fully no, agree no, with no, him. No, 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 it's not but that. But it's just the fact that he thinks he's so relevant and so what? important. Here's my other question is, why do people put a mic in front of him and ask know. him questions? Just stop Shut it. Up. Well, he learned because when Trump- Oh, he's when Trump, very quiet now. Yes, because it wasn't It wasn't that people didn't agree that Trump was an idiot. They we did, all did. No, he's literally practically threatening violence. And he I'm like, what was. are you going to do? He was. What are you going to do, old man? If you, you If you trip over a crack in New York, you're going to break a hip <laughs> and it's over for you. Stop. Stop it. Right. So it can't be Robert De Niro, not to mention the fact that he's not my type. He's he's Italian and he's got dark hair. Um, the other ones were Kevin Costner or Al Pacino. God. Can you throw in a blonde? No. Um, I, is it Kevin Costner blonde? I, who knows now? He's oh, so I old. I mean. No. Gary's, okay. Gary. Uh, what's that crazy guy? Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> he's blonde. He has head trauma. <laughs> No. Yes. Stop yes. it. No. <laughs> okay, none of those choices are acceptable. Because Let me tell you something. <laughs> that was Jim Carrey. It's the only thing I can think of when I think of his face. Oh, God, but that is what he looks like. Oh, God. Sorry. He does look like a burn patient. Um, a little bit. His, <laughs> he looks like a bird. Poor thing. I feel bad uh, for him, but... You know. No, I do too, but I think he had severe substance abuse issues and like that's the reason why he was in a motorcycle accident. Or oh, is that why he looked yeah, like that? Yeah, because he, he did get a traumatic brain injury. Oh, I'm sorry. All well, right. We're kind of sorry, but um, <laughs> not that much. His best movie to me was Point Buddy Break Holly. with Keanu. Oh. <laughs> 
That was pretty good too. <laughs> that was really old. But so was Point Break. Although I thought he was weird in Buddy Holly. Frankly, yeah, he was. Well, he was good because Buddy Holly was weird. That's true. Okay. Buddy Holly would be an icon right now if he was alive. So many people would be. What do you mean, freaking Richie Valens? <gasps> Richie, <laughs> not my Richie. Oh my god, we were just doing that at work the other god, day. I love that. Oops. Yeah. So okay. All right. No. Now it's my turn. Yes. I couldn't pick one of those. Oh. Okay. Okay, but I'm doing. I will you. assign one to you. <laughs> Honestly, okay. The least atrocious of the three physically is Kevin Costner. Yeah, but he's such an asshole. Right. Which is why I'm like, how could he you would do this be to me? The Al Pacino is beyond gross. He would actively hate you. I know. That's the problem. He would actively like be aggressive. <laughs> He'd be aggressively angry you with you. Me. He's like, I hate that your sister made me marry you. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so I guess it would have to be by default Kevin or Al Pacino, Al Pacino yeah. just because he's the least well that we know of. Maybe he's really charming. Well, he's something. I he mean, must be. I mean, he's got a kid. God damn. With well, some young lady. Because that's what money does. I mean, it's, come on, she didn't marry him for love. Hey. Oh my God, you're the love of my life. You remind me of my great, great grandfather. <laughs> He's like, a wonderful man. It's like, so I was doing my genetic history. I was doing, I was on Ancestry. And you know what's hilarious is you're the same age as my great grandfather. No, my great, great grandfather. Because I'm 25 <laughs> and you're 81. Um, okay, so for you, it would be <laughs> Keith Richards. Oh my God. Okay. Steven Tyler. I'm going musical. Okay. Or, um, let me think of one more. Let me think of some crumpled old man. No. I'm trying to think of someone whose music we still love. Paul McCartney. Oh, I'd pick Paul McCartney. Okay, I thought so. That was too easy. I know. You were being nice to me. Well, because in a minute. Jimmy, he's ancient. I don't give a shit. It's Paul McCartney. Yeah. And he's so freaking talented. He's so good. He would write me a song. He Stephanie. would. A sonnet. He would write me a sonnet. He would. And I would love it for life. <laughs> and when he died, well, I Well, and there's so many things we love about Paul McCartney. He married the love of his life, Linda. He treated <laughs> her like a princess. <clears throat> he really did. He married a girl with one leg. Legless, whatever her name was. She was mean. No one liked her. Heather. I can't remember what her Heather, name Heather, you're right. She looks like a Heather. Everybody hated her because she was so mean. She was money grubby. Somebody tried to say that he took her leg in an argument, and I'm like, she probably deserved it. No. she. I think she already had one leg when he married her. She did, but yeah. he, he took her prosthetic from her, so she couldn't, like, chase. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant, okay. No, he, like, took it, so she was stuck. <laughs> And I'm like, I hope she had to crawl up the stairs. I would have done it. She was so mean. I would absolutely do it. But he's married now, and he's very happy. Now he's super happy. Yes. Indeed. So, yeah, but you're I'd right. Pay, that, was, you, that was too easy. But, yes. Right. I was I was hoping you weren't going to say, like, Axl Rose or something, because then I would oh, be that's really a good screwed. One. I should have. be so screwed. I would still probably pick... God, I don't know because Steven Tyler's getting old. Well, how about how about uh, no, no, he's too cute. Never mind. I was going to say Anthony from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Keith, Keith Richards would probably outlive me. That's the thing. I think he's half cockroach. I think he already died twice and came back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he looks like that. He's got to deal with someone. That's for sure. But the man has that more dude. money than God. So oh shit, and he's got a lot of kids too. They all Does have, he? yes, they have all these children. <laughs> Women will line up and have children. But you know what? I think money. when when you when money is not even something you think about because you can't spend the amount of money that you have. Yeah, having kids is no big deal. No, I think it's different. It's like uh, Nick Cannon. You know, he has so much money. He's like, people are like, you can't keep having children. He's like, why not? Who cares? I'll pay for them all. I get. I'll get them all. all have trust funds. Yeah, they're all gonna never spend what they have ever. So who cares? I remember yeah. when um, when this was a long time ago when someone said that um, Garth Brooks has so much money that his great great grandchildren will never spend. Interesting. All the money. Do you think he has a happy marriage with Trisha Yearwood? I do because I think that she worships him. Yeah. I, th I think that he has a colossal ego. Oh my God. And that she, that's just built into it. Yeah. I don't. But I mean, how I, sad for her because she's her own, she's a, she's her own musical talent in her own right, right? She is. is she? I, 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 she's not, I mean, I think, I think unfortunately when you are affiliated with somebody like Garth Brooks, yeah. it's going to completely diminish any stand, anything that you have you on had. your own. Like, you know, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, for example, two very incredible performers and singers. Faith yeah. Hill is way better, in my opinion, than Tim McGraw in the singing category. Musically, yes. 
way better. So you know what he did? He's acting now. Yeah. And well, he's way better than her because he's you on know, tour right at this moment. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is that he yeah. found a niche and he is an incredible actor. He is. And Faith Hill has done a little acting and she's not nearly as good as well, he is. Well, apparently they're on a one of the Yellowstone fucking shows. Yeah, the shows, 18, 1800 something. Whatever it's called. Yeah, I started watching it. And somebody told me they were really good. They are really good. And you know what? They had to add prosthetics to Faith Hill to make her look haggard. Because she's so beautiful. Because she's so good looking. Yes, she is. She's stunning. Well, they both are, to be fair. He's really cute in that show, too. He's yeah. got a great body. Jamie. Holy crap, There's that something guy. about, you know how there's certain people. And he's people. our age. He's like, actually, he's older than us. Okay, good. He's so cute. Yeah, well, he's very dedicated to his looks and his body. Well, he has to. It's yeah. how he stays sober. One of the, right. One of the movies that I will always remember him in um, is Flicka. I know that's dumb. <gasps> that's a good movie. But he, yes, it's the perfect role for him because he plays a dad. He plays yes. a, a country dad. Okay. You know? uh, I and he is fine as fuck in that movie. What is the movie with Gwyneth Paltrow where she, Country Strong. Stephanie, that movie. Jamie. And I hate Gwyneth Paltrow with a passion. I will never not watch that but movie. But I love it. First you know of all, what? I'm going to have to go home and watch it because I haven't watched it in so long. Why is that one of the movies they don't play 30,000 times I don't a year? Know, like but they do Sweet Home Alabama. I, Gwyneth Paltrow is the least exciting part of that movie, yeah. actually. The Garrett Hedlund. Oh, Jesus Christ, that guy is so fucking hot in that movie. <laughs> like, I'm like, who? Where is this person? Like, what, what happened to him? Yeah, and Daryl goes, I'm watching it. This was many This was many years ago. I'm, I'm watching it at home. I'm watching it in my room. And I'm just like, God, he's so cute. And he sings good and uh, all the things. And Daryl walks in and goes, hey, that guy's in Tron. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, he's in the new Tron. He plays his son. I'm like, um, I need to watch I Tron. I need to watch Tron now. And he looks just, just as, good. as good. Yes. Oh, good. Well, and, he's, and he's like from Minnesota. He's some dude. He's like just a dude. <laughs> yeah, well. A cute he, dude. He must know someone. I'm sure. To end up in pure country. Anyway, so speaking of nothing, I was looking at this article about the seven worst behaviors when you're plane traveling. Oh, God. Traveling on a plane. So I gave you the list. So we're going to go through them. It's unfortunate that plane travel is necessary because if, if it wasn't, I would, if there was another way to shoot me faster to somewhere I was I would never do it it's so miserable airport travel is not fun and it's never been well I mean even on the plane is an unpleasant experience nowadays when you crave first class you think oh this will result it doesn't it doesn't first class is not what it used to be it and many people say that literally not though I mean Daryl Daryl and I would look at he's like well let's look at first class and I'm like let's upgrade and he's like it's no different it's literally the same. Yeah. We're well, just in the front of the plane. It's a little different, but. Well, it, during the pandemic, it was not. Well, that's probably true. Okay. Um, okay. So I don't, these are definitely not in order, but the very first deadly sin of airplane travel is asking to switch seats. Agreed. I have never had anyone have the audacity. I haven't either. Oh, wait. They did not. Okay. I take that back. Actually, Daryl and I were on our way to boston this was boston yeah. and we had the most horrific flight travel of your life one of the worst but this was when we were in sacramento and we were heading to and boston. it wasn't bad yet so we were still you know happy and excited yeah. about doing it we yeah. didn't have any bad experiences yet and so we're sitting there i'm on the window seat daryl's so nice he sits in the middle because he wants that to is s- fucking nice well he wants to sit next to me of course and but he sat in the middle yeah because it's always a woman that sits next to him for the yeah. most part so That's fine whatever and he you know we just lift the middle part the middle um armrest and then so you could like be close so he scooches over and then it's, it's not so bad yeah yeah so anyway we're sitting there and i don't know what is going on but because we really keep to ourselves once we're on a plane it's like just don't talk to me until it's time to leave thank you this woman is sitting next to us there's a there's some situation in the aisle way uh somebody wants to sit next to their daughter and mm-hmm. these aren't children these are adults right and the woman who sit who literally has nothing to do with any of this the vol- one next to daryl right yes volunteers me and says excuse me I'm sure that this woman would be happy to move. And I go, excuse me. <laughs> and I, and Daryl has earphones on. So he has no idea. I would have looked at him like he doesn't know. So I, I go like this and I look and she's not even looking at me because she probably knows. And I'm sitting there and look, and this man is looking at me and I'm like, do not involve me. 
And he goes, okay. And I don't know why she's talking about me. And so but... then the woman goes, oh, you don't want to move? And I'm like, you need to stop talking because I don't even know what this is. I go, but you don't know me. I'm not moving. I am not fucking moving. Yeah. And hello, do you not see me canoodling with my husband? Like serious. Well, we don't canoodle, but I know what you're do you saying. Know what I mean, you, it lifted clearly, the, you lifted the armrest. We clearly look like we're together. Thank you. And so I'm like, no. And so she's like, well, she really wants to. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm fairly certain I was clear. I was getting hostile. And I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, but you can't. Is, well, not only that, but in my brain, I'm like, this is why people lose their shit on it's planes. True. Because it's like, people get so dumb. Well, not only that, but it's like, why did I go from zero to 60 so quickly? Because you don't speak for me. And this is not the time. And by the way, we're sitting like a foot from each other. Inches. It's all bad. So finally... She won't shut up. And I'm done. I, I, I have backed like, myself I'm out. I'm like, I'm not getting myself kicked off this flight. This no. is a seven-hour flight. I am not. The flight attendant comes over. Is there a problem? No. But he go, He turns to the woman and he goes, you have nothing to do with this. We aren't switching seats. That's not how this works. Oh, thank so God. So you need to stop. I'm so grateful for people in charge. Thank God. And, you know, and I know somebody who's a flight attendant. They don't even get paid until the door shuts. Absolutely. They're doing all of this for free. So they're like, shut the fuck up. I want to get the clo- the door shut so I can get paid. Thank you. And so, by the way, word to the wise, please bring treats or goodies for your flight attendants. That is a very good tip. Just give them something. Well, nothing homemade because Candy. nobody wants to open well, something that... And you yeah. can't anyway. But buy it at the, the store yeah. before you get I've on heard, the plane. I've heard this. The, I mean, we've all heard it now, but Starbucks gift cards yes. are always gratefully Anything. appreciated. Anything. Yes. So anyway, I was like, so well yes. Deserved. Never ever volunteer anyone for starters and never ask to switch seats. Idiot. Flight attendants don't like that. They like order. Well, not only that, but God forbid something bad happens. Well, they, uh, there's just they so need many to know where reasons. you are. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that is the reason why airlines of all, I think for the most part, as far as I know, at least with maybe the exception of Southwest, you choose your seat when yes. you buy the ticket. For a so reason. we all know where we're going. That's right. You already know it before you get on the goddamn plane. Yes. And there's no fucking confusion about where you're supposed to be. Excuse me. No. I'm like, no, I do mind, actually. Yeah. I pay, And, you know, no. most, for the most part, outside of Southwest, you paid for that seat true you hand selected and paid probably more money to yeah. get the seat you're in i've paid the eight dollars yeah. to sit in the row or whatever whatever yeah i've done it no yes. well, they make it very convenient for you now right, you what? can you can spend as much or as little as you'd like that's right all right what's the second one using oh god using both <laughs> armrests yeah unless you're ginormous and you just can't help it it's always a man but damn it. Always a man. I one agree. time I told you about the one time that I had, I was on my way from Dallas to uh, Phoenix and it was a terrible flight. It was delayed and I was sitting in the middle between two men and they both used the armrest. I had no armrest. So you're like, I'm literally sitting like with my arms <laughs> at my side. And one of course was tremendously large. You know, and the other one was probably like a Daryl size, but he fell asleep and he used my shoulder as a pillow. Oh, that would not happen in my life. Stephanie, Ever. I, I couldn't escape. I was. I would have nudged I was, hard. I tried. I like, it didn't work. He was drunk. It was not. It was one. It was awful. It I was can't. awful. And I'm like, I think I'm getting sick. I would have. <laughs> I would have lived in the bathroom. And well, and that's what happened. Well, I couldn't. It was a full flight. It was it was bouncy. It was everything. I got up, and that was the one. Where I would have pushed the button and been like, "Help!" I ran to my other connecting flight and wet my pants because I held God. it the whole way. Because oh. I, I didn't know the flight was going to be so long. I thought it was like a quick flight. It was like a three fucking hour flight. Oh hell no! It was awful. Depends. Please, someone. Like, I'm seriously, I will wear a Depend next time I fly. Yeah. They make I, them quite slim now. No one would know. <laughs> They're slimming. I had no yeah, idea. That's awful. Yeah, please don't take all the armrests. You know, and, and it would, ugh, I hate to generalize, but only a man, because yeah. men are so goddamn selfish. <laughs> they do not have They're just, a considerate bone in their body, with the exception of Dub. Well, no, I think men like him. If, if a man has... You're right. If, he, if they're very cognizant of women um, in any way whatsoever... I like, like to think people, but would yes. You, would you like the armrest? Yeah. Can I give you the You wouldn't armrest? even have to ask. I would no. just do it. And then if I saw that after an appropriate period of time you weren't utilizing it, then perhaps I'd be like, is it all right? Yes. But I, I am always going to make it available to you yes. initially. So you don't have to ask. Honestly. You shouldn't have to ask. 
I've seen rude some, ass fucking people. I've seen some hogs of women take both sides. Same, and, but you know what? But in a movie theater it, or anywhere, yeah, but when a woman does it, it's purposeful. They oh, know full well what yeah, they're doing. They, they're like, I'm taking this fucking armrest. And what are you gonna do about it? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Okay. Third, because you're polite and you have manners. Reclining your seat all the way back. Eh. Here's the thing about that. Just because know. you can doesn't mean you should. I agree. Depending on the flight. I think it's I think it's a judgment call. Yeah. If the person behind you has got theirs completely down and they're passed the fuck out, sure. It's probably okay. Kenzie, we were on our way home from Hawaii and McKenzie. They just need to stop making them that way. Well, that's what I'm saying. This old man leaned his as far back as she could. She had about two inches. And finally she goes, Sir, you need to raise your seat. And I am way on the other side of the plane and I can hear her. Uh-oh. And she was having some anxiety. Because it, it's a five-hour flight, and she do. was under 21, so she wasn't drinking alcohol. I, Stephanie, I gave her, like, three Benadryl, and it didn't do a thing. <laughs> she was wide awake. She was wired. And so she's like, sir, sir. And I was like, oh, shit. But this is the <laughs> same girl who said something about a bomb when we were going through security. <laughs> right. That would be me. Because she was anxious, right? Yes. Very. Well, I have a funny story. When uh, this was before Jerry and I, everybody knows we were both married before forever. And mm-hmm. he was on his way to Hawaii. And that's a long flight. Yep. And it's there's no stops. You just fly straight over there. Yeah. <clears throat> it's five hours. What? Five, six five, hours? Yeah. Five or six. Ish. So it's mm-hmm. longish. Mm-hmm. Pretty long. I think so. I think so, too. Um, and so this woman in front of him. Um, it wasn't necessarily that she reclined her seat all the way. She did it when they were serving dinner. Oh God. So it, it, they were serving dinner. The flight attendants had passed out all the entrees. They, his family and him had just received theirs mm-hmm. and she passed. She's like, no, I'm not hungry. And proceeds to put her seat all the way back. <sighs> Come Why on. they had their tray tables down. The whole cabin's eating dinner. Right. And so Jerry is basically has his tray table in his chest. Awesome. Embedded. You know, That's unacceptable. So he says something to her, like, man, Good. do you think you could just keep the, the, the seat up until we're done eating? You know, and she's like, no, <gasps> I'm exhausted. And he was like, <laughs> so then he calls for the flight attendant. Just, she what comes, do I do? <laughs> she comes and she's like, ma'am, you know, we're having, to, could you please just, she's trying to be polite, you know, ask the same thing. And she's like, absolutely not. I paid for my seat. There's no rules that say I can't have my seat back. I don't know. I'm oh, going to sleep. I'll be like, oh, so you're going to be a cunt. Okay. Exactly. Great. Yep, she doubled down and decided to be a cunt. So uh-huh. at this point, Jerry has exhausted his ability to be polite because my husband's not good at that anyway. No. You get like one chance with him and then he's going to turn to an animal because <laughs> yeah. he just does. So what does he do? He takes his food, he hands it to his wife, puts it on her tray, and he shoves the seat as hard as he fucking can and practically catapults her out of her seat. Mm, I'm, I'm failing. And he's like, that. move. <gasps> he's like, put your fucking seat up, lady. And oh, just turns it into a full-blown conversation. Now, the only reason why they got away with... And so then she starts shoving back. So they're shoving back and forth. Where is her family? Where is I she, think she alone? Was, it sounded like she was either traveling alone or the husband was cowering next to oh, her. Oh, no. I think that's what it was, if I remember the story He's probably thing. like, again, Carol? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I am not doing, I am out of it. I'm not, no. This is all bad for me if I get involved. Yeah, really. It's like, I don't feel like punching anyone today (laughs) because you're a bitch. So they have this shoving war going on. And at this point, Jerry's wife is like, stop. You know, like, okay, we get it. You know, she's a cunt, but we're going to have to deal with it. I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, look, I know she's a total cunt. Yeah, of course. Like really loud. But I know his ex-wife and she wouldn't. Uh, But but yes, yes, I get it. Yeah. Um, so she's like, we're two hours into a five and a half hour flight. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's so early. we got, we can't do this. And mm. so next thing he knows, here comes the sky marshal. Oh, no. Yes, because the pilot can't even come out at this point. You oh, know? no, they're still ascending. Right. We're still going up. Well, they're flying. I don't know what was going on, but, right. but the sky marshal was the one who attended to the situation. Oh, and boy. Basically told her, thank mm. God, that if she did not comply and stop, that she was going to be arrested when they landed. Sweet. And she stopped immediately. Good. But um, needless to say, I was like, wow, that is it's incredibly. And nowadays, this happened back in the 80s. Oh, man, this would have been. Both of them would have been in cuffs in the they, back of the They would have been duct taped. For sure. <laughs> to something immediately. Some 
papoose yeah. board in the back. It's like, you guys go work it out in the back. Straight jackets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, immediately. Yeah, no, you wouldn't get away with Damn. that shit now. But yeah. Yeah, no. That's- I was very, very glad I wasn't married to him at that time. I wish they didn't allow those things to recline, though, because mm-hmm. or at least have some rules in place. Yeah. Because it's like, it's so rude. It is. It's and I know so this, this would be way too much to ask, but I feel like it should be like the seatbelt sign. Yeah. Like the captain has to click a button before you can recline. Yeah. And if he unclicks it, then your seats come up and you don't have a fucking choice about it. I love it. I love that. Because they only Bowie, tell you, you... pay attention. They only tell you to sit up when you're getting ready to land. Truthfully, They yeah. don't really... They say everything trays up, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what would be even the better solution is if people acted like human beings... And not acting like they were at their house. And didn't have... Yeah, didn't yeah. have to be told to have manners in public. It sure would be nice. In fact, on that note, here's number four, which I think is the worst of them all. Taking off your shoes and socks. If you want to live... You won't sit next to me and do that. Honestly, Stephanie, I can't imagine. I, I'm sure it's happened. You know what I would do? I would throw up on their lap because it would make me gag. I and I would just turn my face that way when, when I did I, it. When I see That's those, when I see those photos of people, people take pictures where the people behind see, them have put their foot. I'm ready to gag. We're talking about it. I'm like, like they, they put their bare paw. <sighs> Through the you know side, and it's laying on their armrest. Do you know what I would do if someone did that to me? I would stab them. A socked foot is almost as disgusting it's worse. to me. I think it's worse. It's worse than Jerry a bear one. slept in his socks the other day. <laughs> Jamie? You're like, why? You should have seen his face in the morning when I was like... <laughs> You slept in those? And he's like, what? He's like, I was cold last night. I'm like, those were the socks you wore yesterday. And you, you need just, to burn those. And you slept in them, those too. Need, you need to put those in the receptacle yeah, immediately. Yeah, and he's like, what? And I'm not I'm even like, washing those. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and he's he's like, like, what? He's looking at his feet, and he's so perplexed. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about what those you must smell what? like. <laughs> we have the most strangest rules of life. Like, he went in the garage and was like, <laughs> he's, he's like, like, it's like, what? <laughs> I'm so sorry for it. <laughs> he scanned it off and he's like, I was like, I, if I were you, I'd wash your feet. But I mean, that's just a suggestion. It's like, well, I guess I'll throw these away. <laughs> Good idea. One of Stephanie's new rules I was unaware of. <laughs> <laughs> Got the strangest rules of life. <laughs> it's like, can't sleep in socks. Check. <laughs> so funny. Well, if you're going to, you better put a fresh pair on at night, like the ones you're going, your your bedtime socks. Do you have bed socks? <laughs> because you can't have street socks on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so funny. But and, you know what? And I'm weird about feet. Actually, so you, you know what? Covering them up would be better for me, but. Honestly, I'm, there's nothing that you're telling me that is crazy. That's the thing. <laughs> I know. To you. Like, I get it. I get it. Okay, I would really like to know if anybody else thinks these things or if they're just unique to you and I. <sighs> you know what? I don't think people think about it the way we do. I think we think about these things and people go, I, it literally has never crossed my mind. Well, our mother did. Bed socks? <laughs> like what? Our mother did teach it us makes that. makes sense though. Walking around barefoot Anywhere in public besides your own home, you were susceptible to catching disease. Oh, yeah. She thought there was foot AIDS. I know. I didn't want to say it because I'm like, is that inappropriate? But she did. She's like, you know what? You just never know. She's like, 20 years from now, you'll thank me because they'll be like, we didn't know. You could get AIDS through your feet. She's like, there could be foot AIDS, Jamie. And I'm like, well. Dead dog serious, too, when she said it. All right. Fine. I guess. But you know what? Have you ever left the house without socks on? No. Have you ever walked a public street without... No. No, no I you haven't. always have some kind of covering. <clears throat> Even on the beach in Hawaii, it's, <laughs> I'll only take like a few steps. Like I'm has, always afraid I'm going to step on something. Like from, me too. Yeah. From the towel to the water, and that's yeah. about it. But I have, to know the, I have to know the path pretty well. Yeah. You're not going to see me strolling around you know, and <laughs> with no shoes on, ever. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and gross. So. But yes, I, I have, and I've read far too many... Am I the asshole for being mad that this person took off their shoes and socks on a plane? I'm like, no, you no. are not the asshole. They are the asshole. They are. That's one of those things. Like, why? Why would you do that? Well, I mean, like when you go, like when we traveled. Okay, here's the thing. When we traveled from San Francisco to London last year, it was like our big trip. Yeah. Like we'd never done this trip before. We've never been that far away from home. And they give you like your own area to rest. Well, you guys were fortunate enough to fly. First class. We didn't fly first class. But I thought we, you did. We, we flew business class. Oh, which okay. Was, but yes, it was halfway in between coach and first. It was the premium. It was the only. It was the best option on the plane. So we got a bed. We got or oh, our, our our uh, 
chairs turn into beds. They folded down so you could whatever. Lay down. They, yeah. We we were able to elevate our legs and lay down and all the things. Anyway, I was so afraid to remove my shoes. Oh, I know. Huh? But I brought slippers, and I thought but if thinking. if I quickly switch out. There won't be a problem. Oh, my God. I almost would have gone to the bathroom, but... Well... Are you allowed to spray, like, body spray? Like, no. you know, Bath and Body Works? I did it in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I good. did it in the bathroom because I'm like, I feel stale. You yeah. know, you feel stale, but... It's just a long time to be wearing the same thing. Well, we changed into comfortable clothes right before we got on the plane. Yeah. So you were fresh. So we were like, yeah. And then once you get to the hotel, we immediately, well, we went to back to bed actually when we got there. But yeah, it was, but it was weird to go. I don't want to take off my shoes, but I feel like I need to because. I just feel, yeah. We're sleeping. Right. It's weird, right? Yeah. But I wasn't going to take off my socks. So I, oh, hell no. I literally put on my slippers and just slept. Well, that on. is the one exception to my rule that yes. I would make is that I'm not going to take off my socks to switch them out on a plane. That's horrifying. No matter what. That's just too risky. Yeah. But I probably would have taken some extra steps if it would have been me, just because I think of stuff like that. Like I would have foot powdered and maybe, you know, double lotioned. I don't know. I it it was a very to try to make sure that there's no I was so paranoid about it. Oh my gosh. So paranoid about it. Because I'm like, I've been in the airport. You know what? These things that we, you know, people are like, God, that's so, who does that? And I'm like, really, the only person who it causes the most misery to is ourselves. Is ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Because everything grosses us out or annoys us <laughs> or well, makes I, us mad. I don't want to be the annoying person that somebody goes, oh, did you see her? Like, I don't want to be that person, you know? Right. Um, okay. The next one is talking to your seatmates throughout the whole flight. Yeah. Well, I've been a victim of this. You've chat. You've chatted it up. No. Oh, well, someone's chatted you. Right. And you would never. And to me too. And you just feel like you're being rude. Like, how do you get out of that when you're sitting right next to the person? And I was. I don't know. Where, where were you going? Were you going to Arizona? I was coming home from Arizona from oh. visiting my daughter. So thank God it was a short flight. It was yeah, an hour. That's good. So, but she was drunk. And, oh. uh, but she was so cute. She was young. She was mm. in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a newlywed. She owned a yoga studio. Oh, she was gosh. from Santa Monica. She was adorable. Adorable, but Aww. just intoxicated. Probably because she was nervous. Potentially. Yeah. It was a short flight, and her husband was picking her up at the airport. Oh, so perfect. she probably just likes like, and she was on a girls' trip, but but everybody oh, lives somewhere right. else. So yeah, she a lot was of coming people. Home. They, a lot of people go to Arizona. So for maybe that. she went to brunch because it was an early flight. I think we were coming mm. home at like noon, and so she probably went to breakfast with her friends, or or had been up all night partying, and who knows? That happened to me on my way to Vegas. I was meeting Daryl. He was there for uh, a, a thing, and he's like, "Oh, meet me. It'll be fun." I'm like, "Okay." So I get on a plane, and I'm going to Vegas, and I'm sitting next to a guy. He's probably our age at the time. And he's just chatting it up. And I'm like, okay. And this is before earphones and all the things. Uh, so, I mean, you know, he's talk, 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 talk. And I'm like, oh, yeah, la, 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 la. So the plane's getting ready to land. And he goes, so what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, oh, I'm. Um, Were you I'm, alone? Yeah, it was because I was flying to meet Daryl. Oh, okay. He was sorry. already there. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm going to the Heart Festival. And he goes, oh, that's awesome. He's like, hey, do you want to have dinner? And I go, Ooh. oh, I go, that's really sweet. I go, but I'm married. And he's like, oh. Ignored me, acted like I didn't exist for the Good rest Lord. of the flight. Sorry, I didn't know we were at Match.com Airlines. Right? And then immediately gets on his phone and is like, flip, 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 flip. Fuck and I'm off. like, wow. I'm well, like, you turned into a douchebag in point two seconds. Immediately. And I'm like, listen, if I had been single, I would have smelled that immediately. Yeah. But I wasn't even thinking of I don't think of myself as an attractive person to be asked <laughs> I out. I don't know why you don't. Because I was thinking like, I'm this literally why- going to Vegas to meet my husband. I'm like, well, not yeah, even in your thinking mind, about- but not, no, you don't, you're not wearing a sign on your forehead that no, says I, that correct however when you're in a different mentality i wasn't even thinking about first of I, all i'm I on agree. a plane i'm anxious what if i don't make it I know, i'm thinking we're gonna crash <laughs> no no, no. You know? I, I i hear what you're saying but you, we, you i've told i like i get flirted with every single day almost every single day of my mm. life and you're like i never get flirted with I, I don't i'm like but i bet you do or would if you were out of that Probably. Not that you shouldn't be in the zone of being married. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just if I paid attention, maybe. Yes. Um, Okay. And then. Because 100% men find you attractive just by looking at you. Maybe. And there's, you know, even if they notice the ginormous rock on your finger, they still, <laughs> many don't care. Many, many go, ooh, I don't have to commit to Actually, her. yeah. They're like, cool. She's married. So am I. Awesome. I'll no just, one's going to tell. Yeah, right. Um, and then this one, I have not come across this to a point where I would find it annoying, but apparently uh, using your speakerphone before and after the flight. I don't love this. 
I've people never, still do it. I've never, one time I was on my way, this wasn't on a plane, but I was on my way to the, I had just finished going to the doctor and I was on my way to the um, elevator and there was an older woman and she's sitting and she has her ear to her phone and she's talking, but it's on speakerphone. Right. Cause she's deaf. And I was like, wow. And I heard the entire conversation. Well, those situations, I give them slack, cut them some slack. Yeah, I did. Old, I didn't judge. Hear, and yeah. it's like, what? But I was in a training class the other day and we were actually in a classroom where we had to sit side by side at lab stations and we went on a break. I came back maybe two minutes early because I hate being late and Mm -hmm. I sat down and the girl sitting next to me was watching Judge Judy on 10. It was as loud as it could go. Wow. And it it was a dead quiet lab. (laughs) She just couldn't miss her Judge Judy? Nope. She had the little stand, you know, you can prop your phone up to where like, so, and she's working and typing on the computer about watching... (laughs) <laughs> no, you didn't, girl. <laughs> oh the whole my time. God. And I'm like, in the day of the earbud, it's just unnecessary. We you have know? earphones now. We have, right? we have beats. And I do one bud. I do, because I'm deaf. Sure. So I need one ear so sure. that if somebody walks up on me, I don't punch them, you know, because mm-hmm. I can't hear a goddamn thing. So I do one earbud. It's fine. <laughs> I can hear exactly what's going on. I watched an entire episode of the Kardashians in this class. <laughs> No one knew. Yeah, because Unless you they saw well, they saw it. Speakerphone but your ass. No, so like, yeah. So I kind of do find that annoying. Only if it's absolutely unavoidable and you yeah. have to do it, then I'm okay with that. But it's it, funny. Ninety percent of the time, it's avoidable. Mm. So stop it. Okay. And when the what's the last one? Oh, the final final no, number seven. Well, okay. Personal grooming at the seat, filing nails, cutting nails. Well, wh- why did you have to talk about all things that are really? foot or toe related or because <laughs> there's I think because people trimming beard yes all of those things are horrible brushing your hair eh. one time I was on my way home from Hawaii and this and it was a full flight and I don't even remember why but we had the last row of the plane <sighs> I those are the worst they seats. are the worst that's usually because you bought your ticket last minute we did and we did because <laughs> it was a last minute decision and right. but it was the whole family so we and we needed like a lot of seats so you do what you got to do. The lady in front of me had hair down to her ass. Oh, God. And sure. it was one of the things where she literally leaned over and all she put her hair behind the seat so, like, I could see her hair. Ew. And it was like, yeah. Was, she lady, was, that's what buns are for. Super, super uncaring of anyone else's personal space. Anyway, the plane goes... And then finally she gets up and this, there was a lot of bad behavior on this plane, Mm. by the way, she gets up and starts doing yoga in the aisle. Oh, shut the fuck up. Brushing her hair. And I'm like, I'm right here. You (laughs) go to the bathroom. If you must be feral, I mean, brush your fucking hair in the bathroom, like a normal person. Like no one wants to see your decrepit aged brush, by the way, and your flaky skin and you're falling all over the floor. Your, your your disgusting sea covered hair. (sighs) Like what? And and you know what? It was so bad. I was looking and I turned to Daryl. I go, her family is just like acting like this is just who They're she is. They're used to it. She's literally doing yoga pose. She's, She's doing warrior pose in the aisle. That is so like, gross. What are we doing? I don't understand you. And you know what? I wish I could tell you this was the first time I've seen people well, do yoga. You know That's the thing about people our- People do fucking yoga everywhere. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We're, it's 4 a.m. and I'm at the airport and I'm already pissed because nothing's open. I'm exhausted. Neon lighting. It's horrible. Why do they not open things? So if you're traveling at that hour and you have a flight, something's... Some- Open. Open anything. Any kind of coffee. Anything. I need something. I'll even take the airport kiosk with the one person that's like, can I help you? Yes. Hot dog or coffee. I would like some Folgers crystals, please. I'll take it. Absolutely. I'll have taster's choice. Whatever you got. I'll do it. Give it to me. Packet creamers? (laughs) No problem. Give it to me. Give me five sugars. All you have is sativa? Fine. I'll take it. anything how does anyone function why do they torture us because then your only option is once you get on the plane is to drink air airplane coffee potable water coffee please no <laughs> so no wonder all of us drink alcohol you're like well at least it's sanitary and and i'm you know. and I, I remember even going like is the bar open even he goes no it doesn't no. Open until six i'm like god damn it those evil assholes god. I mean, it was insanity but yeah. we were sitting there and i'm watching a woman do <laughs> downward dog and that requires your like butt to be in the air I'm and like, sometimes spread your legs i mean and I'm like why are they why are people this, doing and this, this was probably pre-loomy days when everything smelled it still. was disgusting and i'm like God, i can't why do people act feral i don't know at the airport and part of it is our own of our own volition because we've now decided that it's not proper to judge 
We're not allowed to let anybody know what we feel. Do what you want to do. Do you, boo? <laughs> and so this is what we get. Hey, mind your own business. I'm not. Am I harming you? No, I'm not. You don't like what I... Then don't look. Oh, God, you're right. Keep scrolling. <laughs> Why does it bother you? It's my page. It's for me. <laughs> so true. Stop. Yeah, I, I don't know what's happening. Because we like to hate people, that's why. And I hate you! <laughs> it's like, what is your most conservative opinion if you're liberal? I don't like people doing yoga at the airport. I find Sorry. it offensive. I find it fucking offensive. <laughs> I want people to start acting like we well, judge. Well, you don't know. She could have anxiety. <laughs> I and, could... And, and, and she wasn't allowed to bring her her, her comfort ferret. Take a pill like, like the, rest the rest of us. Of us. Or 10 shots of Crown Royal like me. That's what I usually You can pregame in the parking lot, just like the rest of us. You if know you, what? It's funny because Jerry Whatever said, you got to do. We, we've been talking about how, how it seems like you can get arrested on a plane or in an airport or get denied boarding so easily now. I don't think it's that easy. Well, I don't think it's that easy. I but think I, people are in, <clears throat> unhinged. I do too. Because he was like, Stephanie, he goes, I barely remember us flying to San Diego that time. We were so fucking wasted. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, I remember that. I'm like, I do remember, thank God. But yes, you're right. Yeah. I'm like, we were highly intoxicated. And he goes, we never got, you know, asked like, sir, have you been drinking? Oh, or, they do now. Right. Yeah. I go, well, maybe it's just because people don't know how to act. Well, if you act ridiculous, because we were very, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known. I was. That happened to me once. I got a little too drunk. Um, We were on our way to Anaheim, and so it's a very fast flight. It is, thank God. And for some reason, I just had one too many cocktails, and we were getting on the plane. And Daryl was, you know, he's sober because he has more of a tolerance than I do. And I'm walking on, and they gave me the side eye, and Daryl's like, "Not a word. Like, don't fucking say anything. Just be quiet." You smell like booze, I'm sure, yeah. but just walk on the plane. Don't smile. Don't say hello. Just get into Mind your Mind your business. Put your stuff away. And, and sit just there sit down. And quiet. Yeah. And I think that's what we did. You have to, man. Yeah. Because, and you just have to remember who you are, where you are, because you're not yeah, allowed. Yeah. Well, and that's you're the thing. You're not supposed to fly. No, you're, you're really not. Because no. they, they just don't, you know, these days people well, are so just, crazy sober. Yeah. So oh, my God. They can't have you being unpredictable. When I see those crazy bitches who are in the plane going, you're hurting me. Oh, my God. Do you know who I am? I And I'm like, you are literally in public do and you you're behaving this way. Like you're, yeah. you're screaming. At I want to volunteer and be like, do you want me to help you get her fucking ass off the plane? Cause oh I'm God. glad to do it. Or what about the people that don't even make it on the plane? <laughs> They're in the airport acting <laughs> a fool. I know. I know. And I just look at them and I'm like, how, how did we get to this? And then somebody said, they're like, oh no, this has always been happening. It's just, we all have phones now. That's true. I believe that's true. But, I believe, but it's true. I will say this, that <laughs> the one good thing that has happened in the airline industry is that thankfully we have learned to We've, we've empowered our airline staff. Oh, I know. Thank which God. Which before you weren't allowed. But now those people are like fucking Nazis. Like, don't fuck with me. I will Seriously. ruin your day. They're like, <laughs> well, they're just like, I'm union. They're not firing And me. not only that, but I mean, <laughs> the airlines have really taken the stance of um, safety. You know, it's like people oh. are crazy. We can't have drunks. So they want mm-hmm. them to have forced the rules. Oh, yeah. And so they're now they're going to stand behind them. Like, look. Yeah. They're like, well, this is what you get. I... They are heroes. They really are. The, the, the shit they put up with, oh my God. I just, first well, of all, I would, sometimes I fantasize and I would love to be a flight attendant for you know five I minutes. would, yeah, I would still. But yeah, that would be great. But yeah, I, but I would also be one of those people who like, put your fucking shoes on. I know, right. Where do you think you are? Get those on. This is a 45 minute flight, you asshole. Yeah. And they'd be like, you can't talk to me like that. And I'm by like, the way, oh, yes, you I can. smell. Yes, I can actually. Showered lately? Get them on. Yeah. Now. Right. And they actually will say that having your shoes off is very dangerous. If you were to get in a, in a car accident, if a you plane. were to, yeah. Yeah. People think you're, well, I personally feel like you're, if your plane crashes, you're dead, right? It doesn't matter. But if you ever watch the show Air Disasters, and I recommend that you do, <laughs> there's 18 seasons of plane crashes. Oh, Jesus. Right. And it will tell you exactly. And, 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 and shockingly, people live. Oh, they yeah. do. It depends on the crash, but they're, I mean, unless you're, you know, plummeting to the earth at right, 600 miles right. an hour, people do live because the pilots do try to land. And sometimes of course, they, they don't want to die. Yeah, they do a half-assed job and only half the people die. So oh, I don't want to be shoeless. Having to walk trying over. Trying to climb out of a plane that's on fire or in, no. I'm in the jungle. And I was like, mm-hmm. God damn it. Why did I take my fucking shoes off? Nope. Or wearing flip Or let them find me dead barefoot. <laughs> God. Can you imagine? No. 
be like, here's your wife. Where's her shoes? No. <laughs> she would never. She had to have been ripped off in the crash. There's no they, other way. They definitely got sucked off, mm-hmm. right? There's no way because she would never. I know. Why do your pants always have to get sucked off when something bad happens <laughs> to you? Clothes just ro- come off I'm of your body. You, like I was ca- plane, uh, car crashes. Yes, I mean, or people who get like cotton riptides and stuff, and they're dragging them out of the and, and they, ripped they're, off. They're, they're naked from the waist Dude. down. They have the top on. Just nature just goes. They have to be naked for this. <laughs> Rip them off. You know, and you know, at the time they're like, I didn't even care that I was naked. I was just so glad I was saved. I'm like, yes, yes, we would all feel that way. Absolutely, we'd be so grateful. And for then our four life. months later, you'll be like, I was naked when I got. And out then of every it. time you see that viral TikTok where it's uh, fuzzed out, you're like, God damn it! There's my but bud. it wasn't fuzzed out for the two guys who yanked me out of the water. They saw it all. <sighs> it's so true. Like she well, had to hopefully. sit on her ass. Nobody likes to talk about that, but it's the truth. <laughs> I, I was working out. I got sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I sit a lot. I'm sorry, okay? I don't have this job. Anyway, all right. Well, that's yeah. the show. Yeah, that was a lot. I know. That was a lot. But a lot of stuff not to do, please. But I, ple- I, I yes, I do hope that this has been an educational First show all, for those of you. People who are listening to this show go uh, 100%. I would I never so. do any of those things. I hope so. The people, and if you, the and people if you do need, any of them, if you do any of them, I hope you're not sitting there indignant right now going, well, well, <laughs> I will not stop removing my shoes. Yeah. You're being ridiculous. I can't hear. I have to use the speakerphone. No, you're being ridiculous. You're you're dumb and ugly. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.